you want to see my books fancy. airport <laughs> fancy i love it airport jelly <laughs> jelly and i just i have a weird thing with the sprayed edge thing i don't know like something about a sprayed like edge a, gets me every time i know i, I yeah, want it. it's like i i really like really wanted to read the first one when it had the cool little dragons the on cool it. yeah and I then know. when that stopped being available that's the i was first, like that's the first i'm not reading too. this book anymore honestly that but was then, the first edition but then the new edges came and i was like okay solid black edges this, perfect I'll, I'll read that again <laughs> speaking of books though so team ava okay yeah firm stance apparently some authors got together and subtly are showing their team Ava by creating three anthologies all called Snowed In. I love it. So the first one is all dark. The second one is all paranormal. And the third one (laughs) is like lighter, fluffier stuff. Okay. So I was thinking, I don't know. I feel like it would almost be a betrayal for us not to utilize the wheel However, I wonder if it, we could do it ba- basically just in tribute of Ava and take January off and just do total snowed in January and have every single book we read called snowed in. There's three specials for January and we could have each anthology be the specials and we could like okay. maybe select our like favorites out of each one. Okay. And, and that would be our every- specials. Okay. And then our regular four episodes are all or snowed in on it. I love it. I mean, I know that's not our wheel, and I know we're breaking the rules. We, but what rules? We own this we make podcast. The rules. I don't know. <laughs> we, as, the rules, bitch. As but I feel said like many it can times be like, to me, we own the business. We can do what we want. <laughs> I feel like it could be like Team Ava snowed in January. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I got you. I'm good for it because we are petty. I just didn't want to like totally over, like, you know what I mean? I didn't as Ariel like, would say, we yeah. are petty spaghetti. <laughs> I am so petty spaghetti. <laughs> Anywho, so you now had a good trip? Yeah, it was a good trip. Good. There's just a lot of traveling and lots of children. There's a lot of huge family in this book too that we read this week. That is not even a great transition. No, all. but it is. Like, dude, this person has so many freaking there kids. There was so much in this book. I was so keeping was... track of all these kids in this family is like. Yeah, I didn't keep track. <laughs> I'll be there honest. Eras, Luca, Dion, Zane, Lex, Sierra. There's, like, yeah, there's a lot. They had a lot of kids. This is a lot of kids. Was a, it wasn't technically a good transition, but it just made me think of literally not even ridiculous a good one amount all. of kids there were in here. We've had some stretches, <laughs> but that is probably the biggest stretch that we've had. <laughs> because nothing that happened in my family has anything to do with what happened in this family. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Marriage this weekend. Nary an arranged marriage. Okay, so here's the thing. But you did see your grandmother, right? There was a grandmother in this book. Yeah, but my grandmother's name (laughs) Meme, not Grandma. So, and I didn't get married. Not Grandma Anne. No. So (laughs) here's the thing. I know when we talked about it and read the description, we were like super iffy on the whole sister's fiance thing. Right. Not when I read this book. Absolutely not. First of all, going to say it at the top, fuck her sister. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God, we've read a book similar where the sister was this bad. I can't So I'm going to tell you what it is because Angie texted me and because you, okay, I got to be upfront about this and say, Crystal likes to read these books. Did last I read minute this book? Because, no, no, no. I swear. Shh, I felt like I did. Okay, sorry. Shh. 
<laughs> Crystal likes to read these books last minute so it can all just stay right forefront in the center of her brain. Good strategy. I am neurotic and I need to make sure that I'm going to finish in time and have everything written down. So I start way earlier, but I needed to talk about this book and I needed to talk and TikTok wasn't enough because TikTok is banning everyone for some reason. <laughs> so I went to Angie, our TikTok friend, Angie, our, our awesome texting bestie. She's our third best friend. And I was like, Angie, have you read The Wrong Bride? Oh, by the way, welcome. We read The Wrong Bride by Katharina Mora. And I love to say that. Katharina Mora. I wish that was my name. Katharina Mora. Anyways, I went to Angie and I was like, have you read The Wrong Bride? And she was like, oh, I live for Katharina Mora. I've read them all. And I was like, girl, we need to talk. <laughs> and I was like, what's up? And she was like, that bitch is even worse than Mandy. That's what it was. From the book that we read together, where That's we all right. hated Mandy with such there it a is. vengeance. This sister is worse. worse than that sister. Sorry. Spoiler alert. That's funny because as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God. In my brain, I was like, I swear, maybe I've read this book. I have not read this book before, but it is up my alley. But I'm like, there's another book I know that I read with Ariel where I fucking hated <gasps> the sister in a similar, and I fucking, thank you. Okay, so let's get into this book before we just continue down this road of bashing on this piece. Can we of just shit spend sister. this whole episode trashing Hannah? Ladies and gentlemen, we enjoyed this book. Now we're going to spend the rest of it trashing Hannah. You're welcome. Just kidding. It's we can't do that to you. She fucking sucks. I hate her well, so much. Half of my notes are about Hannah. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Well, no, so swear. when we spun the wheel last time, we were a little thrown off about the sister's fiance like thing. four pages of notes. Yeah, sister's fiance thing because we are like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. Nah, well, no not work. only that, because we were trying to figure out how it was going to work out not being a mafia book. Yeah. It's not a mafia book. And you know what? Nope. This was a, I have read arranged a marriage books that are not mafia related because it's Absolutely. a lot of, those are typically up the and fam right family billionaire right. road that I really, I love billionaires. Mm -hmm. Have I dated one? No. Will I ever? No. Crystal's a little sad about it. I, you know, I can just dream about it. It's okay. Anyways, <laughs> The Wrong Bride is about Raven and Aries. This book starts off with Raven in her office with Sierra, her bestie. Also, Aries' sister. Because Aries has like a shit ton of siblings, which... His parents were banging cool and beans. popping them out. But they're dead now. So just to <laughs> give you some information at the start of this book, they're not popping anymore right now. That was really insensitive. I'm sorry. That was, I didn't mean it to come out quite like that. It's just factual. I'm you sorry. have to bring it out so hard on the I know I anniversary really of to. my brother being dead. Thank you. Well, it wasn't I your laugh mom. About it so that that was not, at least it wasn't your mom. It was like it's not your parents. You know, like you know, dig yourself a little deeper. I need to shut just, up. Do you want to continue? No, his parents are dead. Yeah. So yeah. no more children for them. So. Her bestie is going on and on about this constant war that she has with this other guy, Xavier, which they're basically flirting as billionaires. It's almost disgusting. They're but, like pranking each other. 
as billionaires and it's so fucking funny but they hate each other yeah they do they're banging she gets a phone call from aries whom she fucking loves but she's not supposed to love because it's her sister's fiance and she can't bear to be with him because it guts her soul every time but she also can't bear not to be with him because he like basically wants her as his bestie all the time and it's just too hard he calls her and she answers and he says will you help me pick out a present for hannah her sister his fiance and we kind of learn a backstory about why he's fianced to her sister and their families, their rich families have created a merger with one another. And to secure that merger, one child from each family has to be married. And it was supposed to be Raven and Aries, but apparently something happened on the night of Sierra's 21st birthday. And since then, he has been in a relationship with Hannah and Hannah begged him to get out of the commitment with Raven and make the commitment with her instead. So now Aries and Hannah are betrothed. So she, of course, cannot say no to Aries and lets him pick her up to go to the jewelry store to pick out something for Hannah's birthday. So Raven is a very famous model, as well as a fashion designer. And she doesn't go out very often because of her status and the public eye. But Aries asked this of her, so she's not going to say no. So, of course, once they get to the jewelry store, they're surrounded by paparazzi and cameras. So he shuffles her right in. And he's kind of miffed about it. He's like, why do you not have bodyguards? Like, He's very concerned with her safety at all times. Yeah. That's all. And he's kind of frustrated with all the attention that the store manager is giving her as well. That is a bit of an understatement, Ariel. A little bit. Because he recognizes Raven for who she is because her billboards are all over the mall that they're at. So when we say model, she's a lingerie model. So she's basically- She's a lot of different kinds of models. She She is, but she she models a a lot of naked. She's naked a lot. lot, She does a lot of things, a lot of campaigns mostly naked so they end up buying a necklace for hannah and he kind of tries to get her to buy a necklace as well because it's almost her birthday but she you know no 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 and he just he feels like there's this wall he's like have have you been avoiding me i feel like you've been kind of pulling away and she has been it's been really hard to be around him the closer it gets to the wedding yeah she you know assures him no i've just been busy at work because she is planning the entire wedding. Like mm-hmm. her sister and her mother have essentially just bullied her into it, being like, you need to do this for your sister and blah, 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 blah. Do this for your sister. So- the reason she's been pulling away is because obviously like, she has all of these feelings for him and her sister is marrying him. And yet she is stuck here planning out basically her sister's dream wedding to the dude that she's in love with which is awful like that's so shitty and like 
her sister sucks, but that's besides the point. Well, we don't know that her sister sucks yet. So we see her next in her parents' house and she's with her mom. Her and her mom, yes, like you said, have literally planned this entire wedding because her sister is a famous actress and has not been home to plan it. So she has needed the help of her oh, sister and her mom to so plan she needs this. needs the help of her sister who's also super successful and doing like four different jobs to plan her wedding because well, she's out being Well, don't you know, actress. being a model is not a real job and it does not have the demands that an actress does. Just ask her mom. She'll tell you all about it. Her mom was redeemable for about three seconds in this book and then she went back to being terrible. <laughs> That's pretty much sums that up. We haven't gotten to those three seconds yet um, because we're still in the part where she's a nasty asshole saying, bag. Like her mom just like... Let me tell you the note I wrote about her mom during this point where we don't know anything else about her. I wrote the devil. So she yeah. is awful. And the yeah, way she she's... talks to her... It's just bad. Do you want to know who's not awful? Her dad. Her dad you know, is like the sweetest he man. He is. I, well, he has a couple things not going great for him. And also, by him he just still doesn't kick them to, this to the curb. Yeah. That, well. that also. But, and then the little thing that happens towards the end. But anywho, the mom is constantly making those comments about, you know, how Raven just would not understand because she just doesn't have the high demands of a job like her sister does. Not only is she trying her best to avoid certain circumstances, but it's also being constantly thrust in her face because she is trying to be the best daughter and sister she can and do her duties. You can tell like even throughout these moments that there's stuff throughout her childhood, which we haven't learned yet. That definitely pushed her to be this specific kind of a people pleaser and trying to do mm -hmm. all these things. And her mom sucks. We actually get a glimpse of Hannah and her behavior through Aries chapters. She's constantly canceling on him. She won't give him the time of day. She doesn't compromise on him. He doesn't actually seem to have real legit relationship with her. It seems that it's just something that he's kind of been hanging on to for a long time, but he's just going through the motions and it, it's a duty that he knows is right. And he is. Yeah. To. I was going to say, it's starting to feel more like an obligation now to his family for him because he's very big on keeping his word. And, you know, he wants the family merger stuff to happen. And originally, you know, he's like, Oh, this is great. I love this woman. We're going to be best case scenario blah 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 and now his soon-to-be fiancés postpone the wedding multiple times cancels every single time that they're supposed to go do like an event together she has no respect for his time at all none like he's supposed to go to this fashion show and she just cancels on him so he ends up having to go alone and it's kind of cute the sibling banter in this book i actually was literally just talking about this today about another book it's not as heavy in this book as it could be but there is definitely there for as much as I love smut and as much as I love dark romance and all that good stuff that niche texting is something I go feral for I just love it I live for it so his brother gives him kind of some shit about Raven and stuff and having to go to the show without Hannah and stuff because Raven's going to be at the show 
and he doesn't really get it because he's like, I feel what older brothers feel for her. It's not identical how I feel about Sierra dating, but it's pretty close. So, you know, I feel like she's my sister. He, and he reiterates that a lot. And he is very clear in his feelings that he has no romantic feelings for her in his chapters. And it, some of that is denial, but some of it, say, it is a little more, too clear. Yeah, it feels more that he is trying to convince himself right. of it. Some of it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. But some of the wording was a little frustrating to me, knowing yeah. that he was the main male character. Because I was like, how could he possibly be redeemable after he's this? I don't, you know, I mean, I have nothing to do with her. You know, I was wondering how that was going to go. So he goes to the show and, you know, Raven does her thing and they're mingling. And there's this man trying to convince Raven to let him pay her for a date. And Aries overhears it and he gets so mad that he has this fucker blacklisted. It should be noted that Aries is a Windsor. This whole family The reason why they are arranged marriage and all that jazz is because they are one of the most powerful families. Each sibling, once they settle into the marriage arranged to them by their grandmother, will be in charge of a different like bracket of their family holdings. Aries is like the media bracket. And so if he blacklists some other fucker, it's not great, especially business that this guy was in he took that quite quite a step far it was so cute because he was getting his secretary to do it his secretary dom and dom was kind of like i don't understand like you you had nothing but good things to say about his portfolio before like what and then he explained what happened and dom was just like he dared offend raven i'm on it and like i was just like dom you're my favorite until further notice. So fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I love this man, and I hope you're in this book a lot. This is the beginning. So it was, it was so cute. Yeah. I even like I even wrote Dawn with a little heart. Aww. In my, in my notebook. So Aries calls Silas up. Now, Silas is Raven's on and off again ex-boyfriend, or so the media portrayed them. I personally have not read Silas's book yet, but I want to. Silas has a book called Bittersweet Memories. It's book four of the Off Limits series. So if we had known and read that first, we would have had more information about this book. All the worlds intertwine. So this is actually like, I think, the third series in the world. So we done fucked up. So Silas is in charge of like a security company so Aries calls him up to set up discreet bodyguards that Raven is not going to know about so that he can make sure no fuckers get within her orbit again to offend her or ask her for a date or just be inappropriate I loved it I loved it so much and Silas is just like you owe me a favor and Aries didn't want to do it he did it. And Silas was just like, I've had bodyguards on her for years. You realize that you just traded a favor for just making sure that a, a boy can't go near her 
You should probably think like about to that. ask her for a date. Yeah, maybe you should wonder why. And he's just like, it's what I would do it for Sierra. It's what any brother would do, right? Boy, I don't know who you're trying to convince, but it ain't me. Then comes Hannah's birthday party that they were shopping for. And she still doesn't really give Aries much of a time of day. The only thing she really, like, talks to him about is his present that he gave her. And then she's like, oh... Well, this explains the tabloids of you two together at the jewelry store. This makes me feel so much better. I should have yeah. known it was for me. Yeah, Hannah sucks. Like, and she's too busy with her friends to give anybody any time. So, of course, Raven has to be there. She would be deemed a bad sister, even though she's not going to get spoken to at all. So she's yeah. just hiding out, drawing some designs on a tablet. And Aries sits down and hands her a gift as well because it's almost her birthday and it's so cute he gives her this extra special drawing tablet it's personalized that isn't due to come out for months and she is so excited about it and it's because he it's knew cute. a person who knew a person who knew a person but he didn't want to let her know that the person that he knew was his brother lex because Lex had been kind of flirting with her a little bit and they had gone into like, he knows done... he's given oh, him he a hard oh, time. He knows. Yeah. But so yeah. like he's getting uncomfortable and he doesn't want to give her ammunition to go with Lex, which should also be a sign in your brain that like this girl, this girl's not your sister, buddy. All of his siblings know a lot more than, uh, than he does. Cause he's a dumb boy. He's not the smartest man when it comes to this shit. Nope. So he talks to her about like, you know, hating the feeling of distance between them. And, you know, once again, she just kind of reiterates, you know, good, like she has to go. And the next time he sees her, she's visiting grandma. So it's his grandmother, but she's really close to her. It's, you know, it's her best friend's grandmother. Like she's been there forever. She calls her grandma Anne. She's really close with her. And Raven and Sierra are being silly over it. Like, oh, you stole my grandma. And then they're like being silly over a plate of cookies. And it's a super cute scene. But then they turn around and Aries happened to walk in on them and thought it was cute too. So he was recording them. Yeah. Yep. So she was like, and no, delete that. Well, first she was like, no. And he did one of like those moves where he put his hand up. And was like, get the phone kind of thing, which is super flirty. But so he, she did. She, like you said, she climbed him like a tree. And yeah, she got like slams her into a wall. And I'm yeah, like, but oh. she got the phone. Oh boy. Except she deleted the video. So the next item in his camera roll automatically popped on the screen. And it was a picture of Hannah in bed, sleeping, but in bed. And she was disgusted by it and just was done. She just needed to walk away. So Raven and Sierra decide to go get drunk because they just need to get him out of her head. So they do. Because they go get Sierra drunk. Sierra knows that Raven has been in love with her brother forever. And Sierra mm-hmm. is convinced that he loves her too. He's just stupid. 
And yep. so Sierra and is being feels like, obligation. But she's like, you know, he's just being stupid. And this is this because I think Raven sometimes tries to like deny some of it or like just pretend it doesn't bother her that much. And Sierra's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I know this is really bothering you, dude. They're so funny drunk. They're so shit faced. And who do they call to bring them home at three in the morning? Oh, Aries. Why not? So and they're talking he... about how much they hate him, and I'm like, oh my god. He's so funny. <laughs> and he has no idea. He's mm-hmm. so confused. He's like, I have no idea what I've done. It's like, what did I do to make you hate me? me? Why do you and Sierra hate me? What did I do? Like, and she goes, It's a secret. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and he goes to put raven on the couch and goes back to get sierra so he can take care of her and he finds her passed out on the kitchen floor with a stick of butter (laughs) so he goes and puts her in his bed and then he goes back to raven and she's caught a new wind and she's gotten drunk brave Drunk and Brave is... Uh, Crystal knows all about that. I really think he would do a lot of trouble. <laughs> she climbs on his lap, starts, like, super flirting with him, trying to get him to take off his clothes, trying to get him to, like, admit that he wants her and all this stuff. And, and he's like, this isn't you. Like, this isn't how you behave. Did someone hurt you? And she takes off all her clothes. Yeah. Then he takes off his shirt to put it on her because he's trying to his best to like cover her up because she's naked on his lap and you know. And the man says the dumbest thing. Well, he's like, "This is wrong." She's like, "There's no part of you want me even a little." He's like, "No. Do you know how much your actions tonight would hurt your sister? It's hurting me." And so she just stops. It's kind of like get, a you know, glass. It's, it's like kind of like water on her at that point, like understanding, like this is. But I think that's when he starts just questioning her. Like, of course, you'd never want me. You'll never want anyone but Hannah. And he just kind of holds her as she falls asleep, and he says, "I feel like I'm losing her. I had no choice but to say what I did. Yet I regret my words immensely. I hope tonight doesn't change anything between us. But deep down, I know it will." And while she was saying stuff to him she said that i've never had the courage i needed i think i'll always regret it you know what like what do you regret not going after the man i love if i had things would be different and he's like who who like you know and and he's she's like you wouldn't believe me if i told you and the only things i've regretted were things i didn't do and then she just kind of you know creates more friction for him what are you doing things i shouldn't and then that's Mm -hmm. when he stops her but they fall asleep like that both sad they're woken in the morning by aries grandmother standing over them together on the couch oopsies yeah so kind of grandmother is a little she's a little can't think of the words well, Skinny. and he kind of tries to ask her questions again because he figures she's lucid in the morning and he was hoping she didn't remember any of it, but she does. And she is and, so embarrassed. Yeah. And he's like, who was it? Who was it that you were talking about last night? You said you regretted not going after the man you love. And she's just like drunk and ramblings. There isn't anyone. 
And he's like, no. And she's like, fine. I just don't want to talk about it. And he's just like, fine, I'll drive you home kind of thing. And respecting her boundaries. So, I mean, there's at least that. So then we go fast forward to two weeks before the wedding. And it is Hannah's last dress fitting. Now we find that Raven has been making Hannah's dress and has been having to remake Hannah's dress every time she has postponed this wedding, which she has done three times now. And every time she has postponed the wedding, she has changed every single thing about it, including the every single intricate detail of the dress. She's a bitch. And Hannah's just complaining the whole time about how lucky Raven is and how stuck she's going to be in this marriage and how all the rules there are to this merger, arranged marriage between them and how like stifling her work is and how much her work is work. And, you know, Raven just wouldn't understand because she didn't have what it took to be an actress and all this stuff. Wild thing to tell a person who's planning your wedding and making your dress. Yep. Yep. She's a character. She's something. It's, I have words. She says, I, I suppose it's hard seat. for you to understand. It's so unfortunate that you didn't have the talent to become an actress. I wanted to bitch slap her so hard. Especially since Raven's like inner dialogue response to that was, you made me quit because you didn't want to compete against me. And I did because you were my sister. And this was important to you. Like, I hate this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's so much so, worse than Mandy. I know. So <gasps> meanwhile, Aries is having a flashback slash dream of the night of Sierra's 21st birthday. And this is our first real glimpse of what might have happened during this time he's saying it's a dream but he has this dream very regularly (laughs) and it's him and raven after tiptoeing around each other for so long after their families announcing that they are betrothed they finally come together and he takes raven's virginity and actually asks her to marry him on his own They spend the night together, but then when he wakes up, it's actually Hannah naked in his bed, not Raven. But he was really drunk, so he's assuming that he thought it was Raven, but it was drunk. They they were both drunk, but it was nice because throughout the whole thing, like, he's checking in and being like, are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? Like, it was an interesting view into his brain. Sometimes your subconscious is telling you things, buddy. Well, and that's what in his mind happened on that night too where he thought it was raven when he was drunk but in reality he learned the next morning that it was really hannah the whole time because that's what hannah told him yeah and she was naked in his bed next to him yep so so many thoughts i can't wait for this (laughs) book to be over so we can talk about it so then it's family dinner time the the family has a weekly dinner attendance is mandatory and once again (laughs) shocking hannah canceled shock shock i'm sorry i didn't know you're waiting for me for that one (laughs) i just assumed that's where we were going with that i was too busy rolling my eyes at the dumb bitch 
Aries is frustrated because Raven's attention is on Lex the whole time at the dinner table. So now we flash forward to one week before the wedding and Hannah shows up at Aries' work. She does not normally do that. She's not she that kind of girl. doesn't show up to anything. Unless <laughs> it benefits her. Why do you think she's going to show up to his work? Yeah. Absolutely not. And once again, she says, I can't marry you. Not right now. It just doesn't work for me with my work right now. I just can't. She just got this big role. And yes. So she and in the coming. contract for their arranged marriage, they can't spend more than three nights apart at any given time. For the first three years of their marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not going to work. Because I have a career and you won't uproot and move over this way with me. So it just, we, I can't marry you. Yeah. She's doing this the week before the wedding. Again. But this time she returns her ring to him. Yeah. That she never really wore anyways. Because she was forcing Aries to keep their entire relationship a secret this entire time. So nobody knew. Yeah. And they've been dating for five years. And mm-hmm. they, she did not want their relation to be. None of her friends know. Because nobody. she didn't want people to think that nepotism is what got her roles in her job. Realistically, it did. Because mm-hmm. Aries was involved in most of her projects that she got but her huge thing with hiding him was for that reason well that's what she says was the reason so grandma comes along and says i didn't like her you know what she goes this just proves that i was right all along and it should have been raven so what's raven now this will this wedding (laughs) will go forward with or without hannah you are marrying one of those sisters in a week yep and I was just like, oh, that's how that's going to happen. <laughs> it was not a still beating situation. This was a, you're doing it. Yep. So then the grandmother and Raven's parents tell Raven. And Raven is like, what the actual fuck? Because her concern now is to, is going into this marriage, she's going to be marrying this man who has been in love with her sister this entire time. And her sister's pulling out and she's like, can't we just postpone it? We've postponed it quite a few times. Can we just keep postponing it? Because, you know, her concern is that her marrying him, she's just a replacement. She's like, if I was always meant to marry him, she should have stayed away from him in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't condemn me to a marriage with someone who's in love with my sister. That's not fair. That's not fair to me. And then here comes the parents being dipped But then the parents, including the father are like do you want to keep your company and your investments like you're gonna marry him you will literally lose everything you'll lose your career your company everything if we don't uphold our end of this merger we all lose everything this is on you i'm sorry that it's on you but it's on you yeah so she she, (laughs) yeah she's frustrated she spends this whole week trying to convince her sister to do the right thing she even confronts hannah and explains like dude this is what they're going to do to me they're serious this time you need to actually go through with this or they're going to make me do that and hannah doesn't believe her no hannah's like they're not going to make you do that if you say no they're not going to just take all your stuff away they'll just cave and be like we won't do that to you blah 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 so hannah is just like more concerned about like herself because raven's like they're going to take away my career this is my career 
and all of everybody's money and she goes they're not gonna do that they're not just gonna no bitch please then she talks to aries a little bit and she is like if i have to do this i deserve a real marriage i'm not just going to be some cutout or some trophy wife like i'm not going to just be some fill-in while my sister gets her shit together like yeah that's not fair to me i'm not going to make all these sacrifices for nothing like this is stupid and he is very clear that no like if you are my wife you are my wife that is something that is important and you will be a priority yeah like it's not your fault Mm -hmm. she's like i really hope that she changes her mind like all i want for you to be happy i don't want to be the one to take happiness away from you you know and he's like if we end up getting married we'll find our own happiness it won't be easy um, but it will work yeah and she's just like i expect you to be appropriate i expect you to be appropriate with my sister i expect you to treat me as your wife she is really good I think in this book as a whole, making her boundaries known and clear. Uh, well, sorry. With Aries, she is very good at keeping her boundaries. So sorry. I, that's what I meant. I meant in terms of him, which I think is a big step because of how she feels about him. and that and Exactly. And I think a lot of it is self-preservation and just making sure that you know, she's going into this and she's trying to protect herself and her heart yep. and everything because she knows her feelings for him. And now being forced into the situation is really going to put those feelings really to test at this point. I will not be disrespected. I will not be embarrassed. Right. Right. And in return, so, she won't do the same thing to him, basically. Right. So here comes the wedding day and she is waiting for Hannah to show up. Everyone is waiting for Hannah to show up. Guess who doesn't show the fuck up? Why? Why doesn't she show up, Ariel? Where is she? Because she's a fucking selfish bitch sitting on the beach doing whatever she wants. Because she does not think that anyone's going to carry on without her. Because this is the Hannah show, don't you know? Because her parents have treated her like this is the Hannah show her whole fucking life. So, no sign of Hannah. Her mom comes in and apologizes. And this is her mom's three minutes of her three minutes of redemption, three minutes of redemption that is quickly (laughs) torn away because if you're going to make an apology, you better uphold it or it means shit. I had such high hopes after this. I had high hopes too. And then they were dashed. I was like, oh, (laughs) yep, no. So sorry to get your hopes up. Uh, Her mom still stays trash. Yep, trash. She so just apologizes. We should just she, skip yeah. about the mom's apology because it yeah. doesn't count or matter. Just know her mom apologized. It didn't count. Yep. Yeah. She was like, I'm sorry because your sister was so sick when she was younger. So we gave her so much attention and we still are. You've been so independent. We need to be, do better about, you know, not babying her. This is all our fault that she didn't show up because we have treated her and spoiled her to the point where you know she thinks she can do this and you have been the one to Sacrificed suffer for it. so much and yeah. you know she's taken aback too because she goes i was never aware that they were very aware of how right. they were treating hannah right Don't and worry. that's almost the worst part is that they are aware and they're still doing it yeah her mom is trash so then we have the ceremony 
and Aries kisses her for real at the end of it. Yeah, but the problem I have with the ceremony is she's wearing her sister's dress. So not only is she wearing her sister's dress, because she was thrown into this wedding at the last minute, she's wearing her sister's everything. Her sister's dress, the rings that her sister picked out, her sister's wedding ring, everything. She's in her sister's shadow the whole time. It's really gross. It's like, what must it feel like to walk in her sister's shoes? Nothing about today is hers, not even the man she's marrying. It's, yeah. You know, but, and, but I mean, he says, he's like, that's it from this moment. You're my wife, mine to care for, mine to cherish, mine to protect. I know this isn't what you wanted, but I swear I'll give you my all. So nice words. Yeah. But some of his other words in his head, we'll get there in a second. So they try to leave early because they're like, I don't want to be at this Hannah planned wedding anymore. We just want to get out of here. And grandma is waiting for them in the limo. She lays out the ground rules for them. About the whole arranged marriage. All the rules that Hannah was worried about to begin with. But she also gives them a little grace. And she says, I know this was all sprung upon you. I will give you guys one month together where you don't have any social obligations or family obligations or um, obligations to the company so that you guys can just have each other for a month and get to know each other and get to know this. But once that month is up, it's showtime. Showtime, suckers. So he brings her home. And yeah, in his head, I don't like it. He's like, she has no idea how many times I've imagined carrying her sister this way. But I want to do right by her. I need to ensure she's never reminded by that. So, I mean, I just, I don't, yeah. The home is clearly Hannah decorated all up. So she's. Once again, in Hannah's shadow everywhere, all like over again. And he kind of just says, we have to put on a good show for grandma. So not the right words to say. Because he was trying to give her grace and not put pressure on her. Like, but. He just went about it the wrong way. Yes. But he didn't take her seriously when she said, no, if we're going to be married, we're going to have a real marriage. And this is when she gets clear. And is like, no, if we're married, we are married. Like, you're not going to cheat on me. This is for real. And in her head, she's like, you know what? No, this is my time. This is my time to fight for what I want. And of course, because suddenly things didn't go exactly her way. Hannah shows up the morning after at his door. Tell me it isn't true. Bitch, you idiot. Yeah, she shows up and she's kind of like upset about it. And she goes, you're not going to like fuck my sister. I'm like, bro. But he says, he's like, I, he's like, no, never. I've never loved anyone but you. I never will. How could I possibly want someone other than you, Hannah? He is not smart. (sighs) Yeah, he says all this stuff. And I understand like part of it's probably to placate her at this point. It is. Because but. he doesn't know how to say no to her. It, it's weird because, you know, he's frustrated with her. I mean, he's been with her forever. But <laughs> she's like, I'll wait for you. This only has to be three years, right? I'll wait for you. I trust you both to do the right thing here. And that basically that they're going to stay in this marriage for 
three years perfect that, because, this, and be fake marriage and, and be, be fake married and be faithful to her and then at the end of the three years they will get back together with their divorce because they'll have everything and they and can, then she'll be done with her movies and she'll be ready to have babies yeah and she's like this is the perfect plan and i'm like sitting here like bet you are and insane. he'll get his inheritance and everything will be good she's like let's get dinner and talk about it and raven's like and she leaves and the raven's like i will not let you cheat on me like this is not no i will not just be a placeholder i will not just sacrifice everything just for you guys to have what you all want this is me losing for nothing like this is just it's it's bad and like she's like the moment you and i got married you became mine i refuse to be made a fool of and i won't let you to sacrifice me for your own selfish goals Good for her having a backbone with this mm-hmm. man. Because she literally sacrificed her whole life for this. Yeah. And like, I would be the same way. If that shit happened to me, I'd be like, you are, no, we're going to do this because I gave up so much for everybody else. And this is the one thing that I want. So of course that stupid man <laughs> goes to dinner with Hannah. Yeah. yeah. And Raven warns him on the way out the door and no thank you like this is no thank you but he goes there to set hannah straight which i appreciated i did yeah he wanted to make it clear like this is my wife we have to try this we don't know what's going to happen in three years but for now this is what it is like it means we're over the moment i married raven you became my sister-in-law whether you like it or not. And he is trying to make it a point to explain to her, like, you did this. Like, right. She's like, don't do this to me. And he's like, I didn't. You did. You did this to yourself because you're a dumbass bitch. Meanwhile, while he's there, Raven is at Sierra's binging snacks, just, you know, being sad. I mean, which, yeah. On that note, this whole beginning of this book was so freaking sad yeah it was so freaking sad it was just heart-wrenching after heart-wrenching it was so freaking sad and i know i was in a mood but i was just like freaking i had tissues because it was so freaking sad like it just tore at my heart wow yeah that's a lot nope i didn't do that it was just ugh. She's no, like wrecking it, my soul. It sucked constantly. to see because she literally was doing every single thing to placate every single person in her life. Mm-hmm. And no one was and there. Was like, I get knocked down, but I get up again. But she knocked and knocked and knocked, and, and nobody was, was there for her. Sad and sad and sad. And yes. it just it sucked too because it seemed like nobody except for Sierra was like there for her and like yeah. Walked, Thank goodness for like, Sierra. And the whole time that all of this stuff is going on, you get a lot of her internal dialogue about how she's not good enough for so many things. And obviously, like, that's put there in place by her stupid mother and her stupid Mm -hmm. sister. But especially when she's talking about her relationship with him, even up to this point and in the beginning, she's like, in her brain, she goes, I know I'm not as good as my sister. I'm not as this as my sister. I know I'm not who he wants. And I'm not who he wants. Doesn't help that he said those words to her. No. So it sucks. Her whole internal stuff is just so self-destructive to her own brain. But thank goodness for Sierra. 
while Thank she's God drowning her sorrows with Sierra's team. I'm going to get a happy ending for them. And she mm-hmm. gives her some lingerie gifts so that she can make sure she is wearing sexy lingerie around the house at all times because she thinks the way to get her brother on board is to seduce him. I mean, it's true. Raven's like, it's not going to work. I've tried that. It's not going to work. Yeah. And I think it was this point where she was saying how like her body is so different from her sister's body. Mm -hmm. And then Sierra's like, you're like the number one hottest model ever. She's like, and I'm not just saying that like you're on lists. You were Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. the hottest person in the world. So I just, I loved her because she boosted her friend so much. And she she was was team Raven. Dude, you need someone like a Sierra in your life. Even if it's to make you be Delulu for a while, you need that though. It doesn't matter. But the confidence that Sierra tries to instill in her was so nice to see lingerie. Such a great gift. (laughs) We go one week post wedding and Aries has been avoiding like being home, coming to bed because they are required to share a bed. And because she's been wearing all these lingerie and he obviously feeling something around it and he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable with his reaction to it so he's been avoiding her so she kind of confronts him and is like i know i'm not the woman you want but how can i make my presence more bearable to you and he's like i was trying not to make you uncomfortable so they kind of have a agreement to spend more time in the house and communicate better and be truthful with one another Because they've always been like that in the past with their friendship. And their huge thing, too, is like now their friendship is elevated. But they should still have the core friendship. So then the devil calls because that's how I refer to her mother. So you're welcome. I hate her mom so much. (laughs) And she's all like, Hannah hasn't heard from you. How could you do that? You know how sensitive she is. She needs us right now. She's really hurting. I wish you could be more like your sister. And she's just like, yeah, join the club, mom. Everyone wishes I could be Hannah. I'm not. I'll never be her. And Aries overhears that part of the phone call. And Raven just can't keep up the pretense anymore and just breaks down. And he just holds her and consoles her. And they just, oh, it was, it's just so fucking sad like i'm sorry but it hurt my heart for like so much of this book ariel's tiny heart hurt yes because it's so little it's just it hurts so badly when it hurts (laughs) he's been trying to make an effort so he surprises raven at work and she's there with a client so he needs to mark his territory oh god That's his wife. He kisses her, which nothing has happened since the kiss at the wedding. So this is a big deal. And they have quite a kiss. And she kind of gets a little saucy with him. It's like, so what? And he's all like, if you have needs, I will fill them. And I was like, wow. Okay. (laughs) Yep. So his surprise was taking her somewhere. And she's like, okay, that works for me. And he takes her to see this couple who I'm assuming is another book, but they weren't in it more than this little part. So I didn't look them up. 
my bad. But they are a design team, like a home renovation design team. And he's setting it up so that he can redo his house with her. So it's not the Hannah house. It's great. Because as he said, they both need a fresh start and he wants to build it together. So they're like, well, he said, he's like, you can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, but and he's there for like, the ride and he's a grand old But time. she is like, no, I want this to be ours. You should be comfortable here too. We need to do this together. And he is just kind of a little taken aback by that. But then he's all in. Yeah, because when Hannah did it the first time, he didn't want to be there. He had no interest and Hannah just took over. Yeah. And so this was nice. So next time we see him, they're at home. And they're really trying their best to be (laughs) honest with one another. And she tells him that she hates her wedding ring Mm -hmm. because it's Hannah's. So he says, next week, we'll buy you a new one. And she's really liking this honesty thing. So she continues it a little further. And she tells him how much she hates his pajamas because she knows for a fact that him and Hannah have a matching set. And he keeps wearing these same pajamas. And it's because he doesn't really have pajamas because he fucking hates pajamas because he just walks around in his boxers, but he's only trying to make her more comfortable by not walking around in his boxers. He's like, I fucking hate them too. So you know what he does? He tells her to take take them them off off, wife. So they do. And they have an intense kiss and it really heats up. It's stopped by, she had an alarm on her phone telling her she had to, do an online campaign thing and Aries is quite jelly he's like mother truck (laughs) interrupted yep so Aries has been avoiding Hannah's texts Hannah's been texting him up the wazoo but he's been avoiding them so then she calls him and he takes the call because he's like I'm not gonna avoid any longer but he's so stupid He's sorry. He just he, is. he has these such good things Moments. that he does, and then he does stupid shit like this, and it makes me want to smack him. Yep. Raven overhears the phone call, so of course that's another point of contention because Hannah's a fucking bitch, and it really gets to Raven. She just goes to work. It gets to her so much that she's distracted at work, and she fell at work. And she just had a really awful day and she's just really upset and sore. And Aries offers her a massage and she accepts and she's a model. She's used to being naked around people. She doesn't really think that much of it to drop the back of her towel for a massage. And this boy is testing his boundaries. Yeah, he tests his boundaries and he finds that she lets him. He goes a little further. And a little further. And then he's all like, oops, too much oil. Oh my God. She goes, that's okay. You can rub it in. Just keep rubbing because he accidentally grazed her clit. He's <laughs> like trying to find the rest of the oil to scoop out. So he's, whoop. Yeah, that's what he's doing. So he quite plays with her and makes her happy. Yep. <laughs> so they have some nice time. And so she's happy. She feels good. That's their first little interaction they've had she goes to work the next day in a good mood until hannah shows up at her work hannah and she's all weird about it she's just like 
is he nice to you? Does he treat you well? And she's just like, what? Like, I'm worried about you. He's a good man, but I'm worried he's going to take his anger out on you. Like, trying to make things weird. She just doesn't know how to leave like, it alone because she has gotten everything she's ever wanted her whole life. And now that things are not going her way, she's just inserting herself to make her sister fucking miserable. Right? And she's like, you need to remind him of his loyalty to me. And she's like, I'm not talking to him for you. She's like, well, your marriage isn't even real. Like, his loyalty is misplaced. It shouldn't be with you. It's with me. Like, you need to remind him of that. But Raven does the right thing this time. And instead of bottling it all up, she tells Ares. And he's like, what do you want me to do about it? And she's like, I want you to be mine. It's like, I am. Okay. Want your eyes on me? Okay. So then he helps her stretch in their home gym. Because she has to do that a lot. She's a model. And him and his little jelly bits, he's like, I don't want anyone else to see you like this or help you like this. They can easily take advantage of you like this. She's like, if I promise, then you need to promise that you'll fuck me. He's like, okay. So then they go to do then it. Then he rips her leggings, leggings. Yep. in the crotch. And I'm like, holy shit, I hope those weren't $100 leggings. And then they get interrupted again. So, right, yeah, he goes, it like literally. It's just the tip. The, it's the, just right, the, just the tip. tip. Just a little bit. And then Dom comes in. <laughs> Sweet, beautiful, innocent Dom. And he's like panicking. He takes his shirt off and like shoves it over her so that all her bits and pieces are he's like, like there's been a change to your schedule today. I couldn't reach you. Oh my God, get out. <laughs> he's like, remember, I never break a promise. She's like, I'll hold you to it. He's like, don't forget to meet me at the jewelers. Yeah, this man never breaks a promise. He's very loyal. So, yes, they are both living on the edge, baby, because they are unsatisfied and meet up later to go ring shopping. It's not some little mall jewelry store that he takes her to like he was taking her to shop for Hannah. He brings her to this specialty appointment only you have to know somebody. You have to basically know the owners to get an appointment. It's like an heirloom place that Hannah has been begging him to go to and, and he's like, not brought her. Yeah. And they can turn away anybody they want to, like if they mm-hmm. don't think the clientele is worth it. And obviously Hannah ain't going to be that person. But yeah, it's so cute that he brings her to this like super exclusive thing because it's set apart from the shit he's done for her sister. It's so different because this is something her sister ain't ever getting, no matter how much she begs. And then she's so cute because she didn't know that they were going to this fancy ass place. But she's like, do you think you could do the designs I created? And he's like, it would be our pleasure. And Aries is like, my only request is that my name is engraved inside of my wife's ring. Then she also looks at his ring and realizes that's the ring that Hannah picked out for him. She also designed a ring for him as well with feathers all around it, raven feathers. And so they are all very happy. He said, can this be done in two weeks? And he said, yes, of course. And of course she's like shocked that he's like demanding this in two weeks. From these people. He also but. wanted her to have a 10 carat diamond in the middle of this fucking ring. And they're like, well, we're going to put small diamonds throughout it. And they're going to like equal. 
10, 10 carats. 15 carats it ended up being. They were on the edge this whole time. And then they went ring shopping and had I mean, all this. they were edged all day. So then Ares finally fulfills his promise to Raven. And they finally consummate their marriage. Finally. Yeah, they do. He also calls her a good girl a lot. And I was like, here for that. And she's really nervous because she's like, the last time I made a move, you rejected me, told me you never want me. It's left my heart bruised, my confidence shattered. Yeah, rejection is a hell of a thing against someone. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we fast forward a little bit. Their one month is officially up, which means they have to actually go back into doing the social obligations. There's going to be a formal announcement of their wedding. And Aries kind of is taking it very seriously and cute. He's playfully marking his territory on her campaign photos. Dude, I lost my shit. It was so funny. The names that he came up with were so funny. He's just, he's going to town. Just make sure that his territory is marked. It's super cute. So Raven is called to see grandma along with Sierra. And they are both given a box containing Windsor heirloom jewel. And it would have just been Raven getting it because she just finally got married. But as grandma stated, she knew Sierra would not be able to handle Raven getting hers. She would need to demand hers now. Yeah. Well, I mean, back so. And Sierra is the only girl. So and grandma can Ariel's, get away with things like in that. In Ariel's own words, Sierra is a hot ticket. She is a hot ticket. And grandma explicitly tells her that the necklace part of her set she should wear for their first official social outing together which their first official social outing together is a movie premiere because aries is in charge of all that media stuff and unfortunately one of the stars in that movie just happens to be hannah but their rings have come in so that's cool yeah so they're all happy (laughs) about that so that's cool and it's kind of cute they have a little moment where They say new vows to each other. And it's so cute. And she's like, do you truly see a future with me? Because when we first got married, you mentioned leaving me in three years. Do you still want to? I need to know. I I can't. I don't want to get hurt. And he's kind of like, I'm never going to let you go. Fuck what I said. You're my wife. And she says, promise me. You never break a promise. So promise you'll be mine for the rest of our lives, no matter what. And he says, I'm yours. I promise. And it's just, it's so cute. cute, but you know, we're only like 40% in the way of book or 50% in the way of book. So it's concerning. It's a little concerning. So the official announcement has been made. Guess who doesn't like the official announcement? It's all the papers. Raven and Aries even made a cute post to their socials from them kissing on their wedding. They're all happy about it. Aries loved Raven's post so much. He has to show up to her work to celebrate with her. And this man, this man, he bought her entire modeling agency so that she would not have to shoot with other men anymore. And he could control the shoots that she went on. 
and that she wouldn't have to work with other men. Yeah, he did that. There's that. So they're all in this happy high and they go home because he owns the company now. So he's like, yes, the rest of your day is completely off because the media is swarming. So we might as well go home. So they go home and she's all like, I want to measure you. I want to make you something. I want to measure you. I want to make you an outfit for our first outing as a couple together. Yes, she and does. she doesn't quite know how to initiate things with him because she's still a little wary. Yeah, because of the rejection that she had gotten previously. And so every time they've had any kind of interaction, he has been the one to initiate. So this is her way of trying to step a foot in the door. And oh, does she? Because he starts fucking her face. But right as he's about to finish, they are interrupted. Oh, he's getting interrupted. I know. By Hannah screaming down the door. Ugh, fucking Hannah. So instead of ignoring her and ha- finishing his time with his wife, because there's a fucking door, he pulls the fuck out of her and goes to answer the door. Just saying. He did so many stupid things. So many. And I mean, Raven's got every He's... right to say what she says. Yeah, she says, yeah. just go to her like you always do. And that sentence fucking haunts him good Mm -hmm. because she's like yeah and it's just despite the promise of sex he still goes running the moment that he hears her voice she's so mad she's like how could you you kissed her because she saw the photo of their announcement are you together behind my back bitch is super delusional are you sleeping with my sister i trusted you and then she whips around on raven because Raven joins the party. How could you? How could you post something like that? You did that on purpose, you fucking bitch. You're com- trying to come between us. The delusion is strong. But then, oh, then. She's like, call him whatever you want, but he'll never be truly yours. You could even fuck him and it'll still be me he loved. It'll always be me. And she's like, can you deny it, Aries, that you no longer love me? And he's like, Hannah, I'm sorry. I just... I'm, I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm fucking trapped. No matter what I do, I'm going to be letting someone down. And not the right thing to say. She turns on Raven and she's like, don't you think I noticed how you always looked at him? You know, he's always going to be mine. You, you can't deny that you love me. And then he tells her that she needs to leave. And she's like, what? He's like, don't make me repeat myself. I warned you to respect my marriage. And Raven is the one who pays the price. She deserves better than this. You need to leave. And he's like, Raven, I'm sorry. But she's like, no, you can't defend her. Like, you keep promising me that you're going to give me your all. But yet you run at the sound of her voice. And then you stand here when she's telling me that you'll never be mine. Not a single word of denial. How am I supposed to believe your words when your actions say otherwise? It isn't her I'm concerned about. It's you. You're making me feel like a part of you truly does love her. And I can't stand it. The way you acted just now makes me feel like you don't care about me at all. Like you say you feel trapped in this marriage, but how do you think I feel? I was forced to marry someone I'll never stand a chance with. Someone who will never be able to look at me without thinking my sister. Have you stopped to think about what I might have wanted out of a marriage? I want happiness too. And I can see now that you'll never be able to give me that no matter what I do. I'll never be her. When given a choice between hurting either of us, it'll always be me you choose. And I'll never be your priority. And she just takes off. Dumb ass. 
dumbass. I mean, he started to take a step in the right direction when he kicked her out. She has so much rethinking and self-doubt and just a really hard time. And he goes to her and he pleads with her and he's like, I want a chance to prove that I truly do want it all with you. I want a chance to win your heart because with each passing day, you're stealing mine. And she says she needs actions. So he does. He tries to break through her walls. He's trying to step up. He asked for a chance, but she's not really letting him have one. She's got the walls. But so he's trying to be a little more creative about it. He puts on his sweatpants that he knows that she likes. Little gray sweatpants. At one point she said, I've always wanted to know if your dick in those sweatpants, if I could just see the outline of it. She acts so young. So he plucks her from the couch and sticks her on his lap, you know, give her more sweatpant action and says, draw me because she has her tablet. You know, and she has a little courage and she says, moment of honesty, being in this position reminds me of the way I sat in your lap. And all I can think of you is you telling me you'll never want me. And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you about that whole thing. And he tells her, I lied to both of us. And she's like, I need you to promise me. That you're in this again. Needs a lot of reassurance. Well, I wonder why. I wonder why. So once again, she feels like she's in a decent place and goes back to work the next day. And Hannah shows up at Aries work and Aries is like, send her away. But she pushes her way in anyways. And she's not seen this man a lot during their relationship and yet here we are maybe she put in the effort before she's just like are you sleeping with my sister like she came there to accuse him and find out if he's sleeping with his wife (laughs) when he goes yes and she's just like what and he's just like she's my wife and she's like how could you and he's like hannah like i'm sorry you and i both knew we were over the moment you got onto that flight you knew what the consequences would be but you were self-centered enough to think you would get away with it yeah it hurts to watch you fall apart but you know it hurts even more the fact that you walked away from everything we could have had the fact that you're in my office right now clinging to something that you forced me to let go of you did this you destroyed three lives with your actions and now you're mad that raven and i managed to build something with the broken pieces how's that fair how's it fair to me how's it fair to her oh and she's like I fucked up. What, what can I do to salvage? Like, what, what can I do? And he's like, move on. I'm so glad she's he like, got a backbone. She's like, no, you're confused. You're pussy whipped. You're just, and no, just and- it's okay. I can forgive this. Just fuck up for three years. It's okay. As long as you come back to me. And he's like, I need you to leave. It's what you do best after all. Mic drop. Probably should have done this a while ago though. And then she refuses. So he's like, fine, I will. And then he leaves. You can watch me walk out on us. This book has so much in it. This book had a lot in it. So it's time for the movie premiere, their first outing as a couple. And they go down the red carpet together. And it's cute. All the reporters are asking about them. And he's just got all this nice stuff to say about his wife. And it's super cute. And then... Hannah shows up. Well, it is her movie premiere after I all. don't give a shit. Because then she goes to talk to them. And is like, oh, let's get pictures. Yeah, Hannah shows up at the carpet for her walk down. 
and then they all want pictures of them all together. But then all the paparazzi, you know, refocus back on Raven and Aries and ask them to kiss. Raven's having a hard time. She's kind of being really quiet because she's torn between being jealous of the interactions that Aries is being forced to have with Hannah and also not wanting to ruin either of their times or make it about her. And he's watching her go through this and realizing just the magnitude of grace and amazingness that she has. And he's realizing that he's falling in love with his wife. So they get into the theater to watch the premiere. And yes, Hannah plays dirty. Fuck Hannah. (laughs) Sorry. So Hannah just starts making all these little comments and like she's talking to him, but also kind of making little snide comments to her sister. And, you know, Raven's just sitting there and Raven is just trying to- Remember when we filmed this? Do you remember what happened? Do you remember- We we should take a trip back to this location. We should reenact that scene or- Yeah. And Raven's just sitting there. She's holding back tears and she's very clearly upset. And he- clocks this is happening and then he gets a fucking backbone and it's amazing and i'm happy about that because then he kicks so he kicks yeah he kicks her out so good and then he fucks raven in the box and it's great now that they're alone and he's like you own my heart i think i love you and then by the end of the fucking he tells her he does love her and i love you too so Hannah poked the bear at the premiere, but she didn't quite get the resolution she wanted. So she needs to poke some more. So the next time we see them, she shows up at Raven's office to say, why did you do it? Why did you even marry him? Did you just want revenge for like me not being a good sister? Aries and I used to joke all the time about your little crush. And then Hannah shows raven that she is wearing the wedding ring that raven got married with and she's like oh yeah aries gave it to me you know to save her when the three years is up kind of thing he'd never deny me anything even if it was to take it away from his supposed wife but then again you already know that don't you you know better than anyone that he loves me hannah will say anything because she knows exactly how to get under Raven's skin and knows oh, the exact words to use because she's a bitch. You know what? She gets the C word. She is a cunt. And they've been doing a good job communicating. So Aries reassures her yet again and says, I thought I knew what love was, but loving you taught me I didn't. And then he kind of gets back in his own way at Hannah and he leaks an article about their new rings and how they're from that fabulous jewelry store that Hannah's always lusted after and all this stuff. And it's worth $25 million. Yeah. Oh, that's too much money on my hand. I would lose that very quickly. My God. They would go down the sink on accident one day. Raven gets a call from, from the devil and she's outraged. She's outraged. But was she Hannah outraged? told me. Sorry. <laughs> Hannah told me that you and Aries, that you're together. No shit, you dumb bitch. Thankfully, Raven actually stands up to her mother oh, and is like, this was did so you great. remind her that I'm married to him? What's so surprising about me being with my own husband? You raised her better than that. 
didn't you? So she has to go, though, because Grandma Anne has summoned everyone to the house to announce that Luca's engagement has been decided, which is just a segue into the next book. So we're not going to dive too much on that. So it's Raven's dad's birthday, and she does love her dad and care about her dad. So she does go, even though she knows how she's going to feel being in that house with everybody. But Aries is by her side and they agree to go together. He had even told her that if she did not want to go, they do not have to go. Oh, absolutely. And she's confused by that for a minute because she says, but family means everything to you. And he says, that's because I mean everything to my family. Your family doesn't treat you like that. Sometimes I don't know truly who I hate more hannah or the mom because hannah is a product of the mom and they're both just evil scum yeah, but why was hannah the product of the mom what happened why is hannah treated this way ariel so hannah was sick as a child and like some parents do when they need stem cells or bone marrow Doctors suggest they have another child, have a match for that. So they did. And that is Raven. So Raven has constantly been Hannah's donor. And the only reason she was born was to service Hannah. And so Hannah was sick a lot as a child. So they all treated all this like this. Throw the entire sister and the mom out, please. So Raven's dad's birthday. Um <laughs> They arrive and mom is just so nasty in her greeting. It's just so gross. She's nasty and petty in the worst way. Oh, it's just so gross. And she's just all like, oh, Aries, Hannah. Oh, sorry. I'm just so used to saying their names together. Oh, I prepared the guest room for you, Aries. And he's (laughs) like, I'll share the room with my wife. When he's always shared a room with Hannah. So... And she's like, well, don't you think that's somewhat insensitive? And he's just like, insensitive? What is to be spending the weekend in the same home as the woman who left me at the altar? Not at all. You don't mind that, do you, Raven? No, we wouldn't be here. It's just, it's great. And she will not let Raven and Aries be alone for more than like two seconds. She keeps constantly calling Raven away, but pushing Aries and Hannah together constantly. It's so weird and stupid. Like, oh, it's so weird. Because Hannah is her golden child and Hannah wants him. So Hannah's going to get him, apparently. Yep. According to her mom. Yep. So Raven's just having a hard time. And she's like, I need you to distract me. I need you just to fuck me hard. So he does. Yeah. But we also learn, like, she has a little bit of trauma while Hannah and him were dating. Hannah's bedroom is directly next to Raven's and all Raven could ever hear every single time is them fucking and not only just her theatrics but him like telling her like all of the things while he is doing the banging because her bed is right next to Raven's bed through the wall so she gets little like flashback of fuck like I had to hear this while she's in love with him this whole time and it just it was really hard for her 
but you know he fucks her anyways and it was really nice and she felt really guilty because she didn't want to do the same to her sister she still did not want to inflict pain on someone else fuck her but aries is like fucking no this is gonna help you like and guess what he does it to her all night and he just tells her to be loud so it's great i love it so the next morning hannah has clearly heard them begging yeah and she's just all like i trusted you both too much like i heard you in your sleep saying raven's name while we were dating then she has a drag out with raven and basically like you only exist to save me like nobody cares this was where she said that line literally that i was so pissed off about she goes i stare at my sister You put me through years of torment and heartbreak, yet you sit here without an ounce of remorse. I'm your sister, Hannah. How could you do this to me? She laughs, the sound hollow. You wouldn't even exist if not for me. Mom and dad only had you because we needed you for the stem cell transplant. You literally only exist to aid my life. Even our parents didn't want you, Raven. Can't you see? I'm the daughter they love most. The partner that's the best fit for Aries, the person that's best suited to be a Windsor. It just made sense. It wasn't personal. And I was like, holy fuck. And then she calls her a narcissist and goes in on her and it was great. Yeah, she's like, you're toxic, Hannah. Not just to me, but to yourself. It isn't just me you're losing today, you know. With each passing day, you lose more of yourself too. But you know what? It isn't my job to save you. Not anymore. And in that moment, she just realizes it's okay to let go. And honestly, it's a big step to know that it's okay to even when they're family, to cut off toxic relationships. That is PSA for everybody. No, You can yeah, cut absolutely. off family all you want. If they're toxic, toxic is toxic. get them out. You do not need toxicity in your life. No. Nobody needs to have toxic behavior in their life. And even if it's just toxic behavior for a short amount of time and someone's going to redeem themselves, fine, sure. You need to set boundaries and not allow for toxic behavior. So Aries and Raven have this good conversation about it. She explains to Aries that she's going to quit modeling soon to focus on her fashion line, and she'd like to work with Windsor Media. He loves that idea, but something's still just bugging him. He says, I need to know about the man that you couldn't get over. And she says, it's always been you, like dummy. They're having a really good time. They are, you know, doing well together. And then they get an unexpected visit from Hannah again. The actress, thin Hannah, who shows up and says, boom, guess what? I am five fucking months pregnant. I didn't know until today. Coincidental. Because, you know, it's been five months since they got married. And so Raven's like, did you cheat on me at the beginning of our marriage? Like. Because he would have had to have slept with her, like, the day they got married. Literally right before the wedding. And though he's also a little confused, too, because he's like, we were arguing and I've never seen you. Like, what the fuck? Not only that, but she's clearly not showing. And Aries is like, get me a doctor. And she's like, you don't (laughs) believe me? No, I really don't. Right. So the doctor confirms that she is pregnant and that it is a high-risk pregnancy, so... Make sure that no we're not doing anything to agitate and stress out the mom. And he says, if you are having my child, and he offers her papers saying like, you obviously want your career. It'd be easier if 
Raven and I, who are married, raise this child, and you can see the child whenever you want. She's like, "Fuck that!" You don't like that. She's like, "No way." You'll take she's my like, you'll take my kid from me. Right. She's like, but she has unstable. you whipped. What has gotten into you? Like, what has she done to you? And she's getting all riled up, and then she faints. And he's like, "I need a doctor." The doctor puts her on bed rest for the stress, and Grandma gets involved. And she says, this is the first Windsor grandchild. This is important. I need you all to be a team and civil on this one. You all need to stay together here. And Aries is like, no fucking way. But she's like, nope, this is what's going to happen. And she kind of has a sidebar with Raven and is like, if you want out of this, I won't blame you. And I will set you free. This was not the plan. This was not what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, and... Raven does a pretty good job trying to avoid Hannah. Hannah needs to needle at her and tries to find her. And of course she does. So she's like, it's odd, isn't it? The way all the pieces fall back into place. It's almost like destiny intervening, showing us all that Aries and I are meant to be together. The only puzzle piece that's out of place is you. And she's like, you wouldn't understand. I guess you never will. Aries always said he only ever wanted one child after all. And she just keeps needling her. And needling her until she says something back. Not even anything like super awful. But as she's saying something back, Aries is walking into the room and she pretends to faint. And this man. Aries being a dumbass man. Again, which we thought he was done being a dumbass, but we were wrong. Did you upset her? Did did you upset her? Like, oh my God. So then Raven has been hiding out at Sierra's because there's no way that she's going to deal with that bullshit so she's been avoiding and camping out at sierra's so aries goes all caveman and collects her which is kind of funny and they have a good talk and they actually really realize what actually happened the night of sierra's 21st birthday and that it truly was raven and that raven just like got up in the morning and her cunt of a sister just went in and laid down and lied to him so they you know they confront hannah and well he kicks hannah out for this and he's like i don't want her in the house anymore i don't want her in the house at all so they set her up in another area of the compound and they're like why hannah why and She's like, for once in your life, be honest. Why would you do that to me, to Aries? And she's like, because I wanted him. Like, I wanted him to look at me the way he looked at you. Like, simple as that. I wanted it, so I took it. And she's like, I have no regrets. So she was banished from the house, and Aries clearly took a stand. So, And she goes, you know... Is this the part where I'm supposed to care? Because she doesn't give a shit. And she's pretty much like, you're going to literally regret this. And not long after that, they get kind of an alert that a security breach has happened. And that Aries is on the way back. And a article got out with all the pictures of Hannah... And Aries from when they were dating. Over the years, yep. Over the years. And basically saying that it was torn apart 
by a family tradition and a vixen of a sister. So they're basically now villainizing Raven in the media because Hannah's a dumb cunt. Hannah <laughs> leaked this whole article about it on purpose. And exactly. And she's like, where And how this- she's pregnant now and coming between it. Yep. And she's like, where does it end? Because this is going to damage my career and my business. And mm-hmm. Hannah's straight up and she goes, it won't end until you return everything that you took from me. And Raven's like, he's always been mine from the very start. Even if he wasn't, it was me he loves then and now. And she shakes her head. I can fix that. I did it once before, didn't I? Essentially admitting, like, yeah. I'm going to fuck But she's even like, even if Aries and I don't work, you're like, you can't have him. Yeah. It's wild. And of course, Aries is freaking out. And he's like, I let me fix this. I can fix this. And she's like, how? And she's like, I can't do this right now. Like, I just, I can't do this. Like she was already getting hate messages and it was just bad. So she just, she's like, literally, can't I, I can't, I, I need a week. I need space. And he's like, whatever you decide, I will never choose her. Yeah. And he's right. like, I'll give you a week though. Exactly. So, yeah. So she goes and hides at Silas and Alana, his wife's house. And it's, (laughs) no, and it's kind of cute though, because all the other Windsor siblings rally around her during this time. And it's super cute because none of them will tell Aries where she is because I mean, he did tell her he'd give her a week, but he's panicking after like 12 hours of like the bodyguards not knowing where she is. And Silas is like, he really does love you because he has never cared like this cared like this and like threatened some things <laughs> um if i don't find you and of course like silas was so funny too because he's just acting so nonchalant as if like i don't know how she got past all those guards i have no idea where she could have gone none of these things and yet she ended up at his house <laughs> so funny i do like the fact that his entire family like rallied right behind her yeah it was so cute them rallying around but Aries is going out of his mind and it was really cute when the week was up and he camped out at Silas's house because it was like the last resort place he's like I'm camping here because it's where he assumes she's gonna be and he like tricks them onto coming out on the balcony to find her it was super cute but he makes a statement to the press and basically like this is what happened yes i did have a brief relationship with hannah however hannah broke up with me and ended things raven and i are in a relationship and love each other and chose to get married she is my wife you need to be respectful and not be damaging of her and like she's a person and you're treating her like trash without knowing all the facts and now that you do know the facts anything that is said from here on is slander and I will be going after anyone who is slandering my wife. It's great. Love it. So she did agree to a week. So she does decide to come home and they go back home and surprise the results are in. Would you like to open the envelope? You are not the father. While he had the doctor there running tests on her, he also had the doctor run a paternity test because he's not a fucking idiot. Listen, well, okay, about some things he's an idiot, but about this, he's not. Okay. Okay, he started to- He's not a business idiot. No. Turns out, 
this dumb bitch is a super dumb bitch and had been cheating on him for the majority of their relationship. Yep. So oh, yeah. it would have been he can prove it. And he does. First, he gives her the opportunity. He says, You need to apologize for Raven to what you've put her through. And she says, No, never. He goes, Fine. Then you will reap what you sow and you will see what you've done to your sister. And he sets the media backfire on her. And yes, he has dug up every relationship she has done, every time she has slept her way to the top in the business. And he sets the media storm on her and blacklists her. And says, if anybody tries to work. work with you, they will be paying so much fucking money good luck getting work again you dumb bitch so hysterical fucking devil shows up and she's like how could you be sitting here quietly when there are countless rumors circulating about your sister i can't leave the business to you if you can't even handle a pr crisis i know if you're just here for hand i need you to leave i won't help her and if you want to remain in my life you'll need to respect that you know your only concern has been hannah and i'm tired of it I don't need you to prioritize me, but I need you to stop tearing me down in favor of her. I'm tired of the constant comparison, the snide remarks. If we're going to have any kind of relationship at all, it'll be on my terms. She's like, you didn't care when two weeks ago the rumors were about me. Yeah. What happened to controlling the PR when that happened? Right. She's like, well, well, you were able to get out of it. And she's like, you can, you can get Aries to help you. She's like, no, Aries did this. And she's like, and that's fine. You don't want to uphold your part of the bargain and the merger. That's fine. We won't uphold ours and you will be left with nothing. You want to do that? Fine. So Aries takes Raven to the place where Sierra had her 21st birthday and asks her to marry him for real and proposes to her. He got it made, but when he went shopping with her for Hannah's birthday gift, she had eyed a ring that she, you know, that style that she liked. Yeah, ring style. So he remembered this and had it made for her. And it was so cute. So he proposed to her with that ring, which was so cute. Very cute. Then we have an epilogue. It is her last modeling show which also happens to be her first solo fashion show, having a good time. And we have another little glimpse at the next book because Luca and his (laughs) secretary rush in because they got married. And it was so cute because he says to his grandmother, I'm going to need you to go ahead and cancel that arrangement now. (laughs) It was cute. And she's like, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, grandma and tough titties so then there is a bonus deleted scene slash extended bonus epilogue and it is just their second wedding them redoing their vows again and they have it at the place where sierra had her 21st birthday where they get proposed again and they just have their moment again so yeah that's the book that was the wrong bride yes it was not what I thought it was going to be going in. And I'm really glad because that was going to be rough. No, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. good. Who is your favorite character? My favorite character was Sierra. I loved her. I want to be her friend. 
So I have bad news for you. She doesn't have a book, I know. Well, she will have a book. It's coming. It's just the only book that we don't have a date for yet. That's okay. I just, I loved her. I loved her a lot. Who was your favorite? I also loved Sierra. And I want to make an honorable mention for Dom. I wish I had more of him, but I loved him. He was cute. Who was your least favorite character? Boy, real (laughs) hard. Actually, it is real hard. I'm really not sure who I hated more, Hannah or the devil. Mine too. (laughs) Because the devil created Hannah. So Mm -hmm. I hate them both. Really, really not sure. I hate hate them both. Hey, look, another book. We don't like the mom. Shocking. I almost texted you about it, but I didn't want to spoil it. I almost texted you too. So I was like, oh, look, another mom. I had that same thought process, but I couldn't do it. because We I should have it that on a t-shirt saying, oh, look, another mom. They hated them both. They suck. They sucked fucking oh, ass. Oh, man. So Amazon gives it a 4.4 and Goodreads gives it a 3.9. What'd you rate it? A four. I also gave it a four. I liked it. Four stars. Mm-hmm. I also liked it. I, I was... I did think he referred to her as my wife about 60 billion times and it kind of I didn't weird. have a problem with that. I don't know. I have a weird thing about I like the caveman. I think it was I don't know. It wasn't even in conversation. It's fine. It, that didn't really bring it down um, for me that much. I just meh. I had a problem with his wishy-washiness cuz I wanted to smack that bitch. Yes, and how much his inner dialogue was contradictory to so contradictory yes so contradictory contradictory yeah so (laughs) he truly felt that way about her in the beginning when at sierra's birthday party and he truly cared about her why was he able to say throughout the whole beginning of the book that he has no feelings for her that he never has like i i truly just did not like that and i understand to the point of lying to himself on a level but it was just so to the extreme. Well, you got to look at it this way too. And I agree. I hated that part of him. The only thing I can think I, of. I get it. I'm just saying. Right. I think the only thing I can think of as to a reasoning like is his loyalty to his family. And he's very loyal. That's what I'm saying. I understood he it. he is I just... with Hannah, even though he has these feelings, and maybe he feels so guilty he has these feelings. He has to keep reminding himself. I don't like her like that. And I get I, it. I get it. I hated it. Too. I just didn't like it. Neither did and I. And I didn't like his constant dumbass moments. Because I, I loved his good moments. Oh, yeah. So he, him and his good moments were the, so good. The amount, like, right. I truly loved. He would have been my favorite character if he didn't have fucking all the dumbass moments. Okay. You want to know like, what? I'm going to give this to him. We didn't like him. Because he was too much like an actual man. This is how an actual man would behave. It was really frustrating. That, and I'm going to be completely honest. You're going to roll your eyes. Uh, but of all the smutty scenes I felt were really fast. So that was my thing. Now we can go into cucumbers. What would you rate this? Uh, probably like a five. I just felt like the scenes were really fast paced and rushed. Not that their actual moments were probably rushed. It was just the writing was really rushed. So that was kind of just, for me, just a bummer of smutty scenes. That's just not what I'm looking for. The growly moments were good. So I'm going to rate this a four just because of how rushed they were. 
I mean, there wasn't anything super special about the scenes and there weren't a ton of them. There was a, a quote, though, that I did like. And it was, I wonder how long it'll take her to realize that the fictional men she adores so much are all written by women for the romance novels. Yeah. (laughs) So that was, that was that. Sierra loves her stuff. So wheel time. Wheel time. What is going to be our next book? That's a good question. Wheel of fate, baby. At least Crystal remembered this time. I yeah I know <laughs> I don't always all right wheel of fate let's see what we're reading next time are you ready I am ready oh boy oh it's your <laughs> it's mine alien. so it's Malum Discordier by Ashlyn Druick there is a lot going on in this one so this is an MM book yes After Cassius Corbin's mother was murdered by fellow witches, he learned an invaluable lesson. Death comes for all of us, even necromancers. Six years later, enrolling at Tenbrose University with vengeance on his mind, the last thing he expects is to come face to face with Graham Hewitt, the son of his mother's killer. As much as Cassius tries to avoid the naive weather witch, fate has other plans. In spite of their family's ongoing feud, they're forced to work together if they have any hope of passing their required class. But as late nights and stolen moments turn into something more, a rash of demonic murders plagues the university. If they don't get to the bottom of it, they could both be next. This is a dark academia, paranormal, MM romance about witches, necromancers, and a blood feud that has lasted centuries. It features plenty of steam, a lot of snark, and the pile of bodies you'd expect in a magical Romeo and Juliet retelling Boo, Except this one has a happy ending. It is intended for a mature audience, and a reader discretion is advised. A full list of triggers can be found in the front of the book and at my website under Tropes and Triggers. And yes, as Ariel said, it is an MM book. And she is mad. And a retelling. Oh, I love a MM. I almost don't think that this is really going to be a retelling, to be fair. There is necromancers and witches. I guess we are going to find out, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to find out next week. Yes. So, read along with Join us. us. Join us. Keep reading. And keep it smutty. <laughs>